When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to this week's episode of the Lone Lobo Show. I am one third today of your um uh, the third of your nepotism baby podcast, uh, <laughs> Show Mighty the Wenya. What's going on? Joined, succeeded by. I am the second third of the Lone Lobos podcast. Jacob's got Thomas Bertrand, the self made. Uh, everybody was against me, but I uh, persevered third. And we're joined today by our Steven Spielberg. By our, yeah, <laughs> I am, by they our, are my nepo baby. <laughs> in, our in house, our in house um, thespian. Uh, film student Cooper Roth himself. Thank you so much for coming on the pod, Cooper. Of course, guys. Um, wow! Yeah, oh my yeah. Can, God. We, can we get a? Oh, you guys have the. That's right. The, that's where's right. the? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, welcome for those of us listening. For those of us watching, Cooper is a uh, longtime family friend of both Jacob and I. Um, you go way back. You yeah. guys go a, yeah, a bunch 12? of years back. Um, yeah. Well, actually, was it 12? You it were like, 12. I was 13. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Damn. Is it… Um, I'm always so curious because I feel like Jacob has not changed since… Or like his <laughs> essence and his personality <laughs> remains intact. Oh, God. And you've, you've remained as pure as you were back then. You are just as pure. <laughs> does that does that notion translate? Definitely since… I, I think the main reason why we connected was we were also both like just as fucking weird when we were kids. Yeah. Dorky, yeah. Like that was definitely part of it. Can I curse? Weird. Yeah. Really? yeah. yeah. Um, but thank you so much Cooper for coming on the pod. Um, we… We've just I think had so much fun having friends on. And, mm. and as we kind of start to expand the pod into having guests, it's been the most fun I think interacting with with our own friends versus mm-hmm. like bringing on random yeah guests. bringing on yeah. randoms yeah. so bringing thanks for random. thanks thanks for being so kind <laughs> us for blessing you're like your and our so next guest is gonna be BB Rexall yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have the Coil Array coming next <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, talking about why twerking is back in um, but Cooper I wanted to ask we were just chatting really quickly off about docs and about movies. Cooper is a film student and I I am always so, you know, fascinated. Jacob and I are film students in our own regard in that we yeah. traded, you know, the traditional experience for kind of on the field experience. And I'm curious as someone who is studying the art of making films, do you have any ideas as to like how in the next five, ten years our industry is just going to be massively changed by mm. You know, because right now you're kind of coming into a… And, and as a student, I assume, and this is an assumption, but that you're learning about it all. You're learning about writing and directing and filming and cameras and all of it to then at the end hope that you can 
fit in one place of that. You specifically yeah. in the directing, you know, space. As a director, how different is it going to be like if you were in college 10 years ago versus you in college right now? Are, are, there, are there conversations happening where they're like, gear up for this thing or yeah. gear up for this? Bro, I have Just, no yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, like genuinely, like I and I also I feel like being 22, like being like, well, I think when I'm 33, this will be what it's like. And it's like ultimately, like you just don't know. Everyone thought we were gonna when we had four channels. Yeah. Everyone thought, okay, cool, we're gonna have four channels forever. So what is you know? Right so now- it's like I, I I think the main thing is like I think right now we're in a stage of like complete like blur, like crazy. Right, yeah. 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 Just, like there's so much stuff that like. We don't know what the fuck's going on right now. And that is like the big, the big thing. I think the other answer is we're reverting completely in the sense of like, we had four channels in like 19, whatever, 1960. Um, when did they fucking when make they, color? When did they make TV <laughs> again? Um, but like, the, like, we had four channels then. And, and, now, and now we, and now we had all these, di- now we have all these different channels and, and oh, and, and it was DirecTV and, and, and the guide and like all that shit. And now now you have, now you're going to have, Disney, Disney Plus, Netflix, HBO Max, and we're just reverting back, back to, to that. that, where it's just going to be like four channels with a bunch of shit on them. So, like, ultimately, what does that mean for like the state of creating things? Like, I, I have no clue, and I don't think you, you, you can't keep track of how fast it's going right now. Yeah. It, as soon as you think you got it, and you're like, oh well, it this is the new thing. It completely changes. I mean, and but ultimately, platform is increasingly becoming everything. Um, can you tell us, as a college student living in Los Angeles, what is the pipeline to Hollywood? Club. Like you're another club. Another club. <laughs> another yeah, club. like how do you how do you even I shake my ass at the like, club? First, it's so hard to get into film school. Mm-hmm. And then if you happen to get into film school, Yes, you're put into rooms where they're teaching you how to make films. But how much of it is just like, obviously, we're in a a great time to be living in that everyone has cameras in their pockets and everyone is starting to create. There's this big boom and everyone feeling liberated. Yeah. Obviously, there is no how to be special or how to stand out. Mm -hmm. But what are they saying for, for the people listening who are interested in getting to film? What are like, the big things that you can do to kind of like get into that pipeline. Because yeah. growing up, I was so fortunate that I happened to kind of like fall into it because there is no one in the young, like in the elementary, middle, high schools telling you like, if this is something that you're interested in, especially if it's not acting or singing, because those are the easiest things I think like the, the not the easiest, but like, no, I know what you're saying. The most popular. But if you want to do sound mixing or if you want to do editing, what are they? How do, do you just have to hope that you come it's across It's such it? a weird… Yeah. I mean, I think honestly, sound mixing and editing and stuff like that is actually a lot easier to get into because there's not as many people that one, have the skill, but two, actually have the passion for it. Mm-hmm. You know? If anyone tells me, oh, I'm getting into sound because I because it, it I'll get paid, bro. Right. Yeah. You're like… Okay, great. I'm going to hire the guy that really fucking loves sounds. Yep. Yeah. Like, and I think film school is weird because like, and also like I, what you said about like getting into it early, like I feel so lucky I got into acting yep. early. Mm. Oh my God. Like all my friends are graduating dramatic arts right now, like from school with acting and are like, how, how do I get an agent? Yep. They're turning to me. Yeah. And I'm like, 
dude, I, we sent around Halloween photos when I was 11 yeah. to a few agents. And one of them was like, that kid looks cool. Bring him in. Mm-hmm. Like, that was literally how I got started. And on top of that, like, then you have to go through the, the extreme amount of rejection at a young age. Mm-hmm. You so, build up the thick skin already. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've already, like, I, you know, like, you Imagine go out for an audition. Yeah, yeah, I know. no, like, I don't, <laughs> I'm jaded already. I'm jaded. Yeah, no, but it, it, it is a little bit of that where you're like, I, how do I explain this to you in the in like without sounding like a dick that like I genuinely just got super lucky and now I'm like already in a little bit and I don't know how to get you in. Are there mm. any good books that you've read that have helped uh, like no. in the creative? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, genuinely, like, like, uh, like, like, no. He's like, all I, that I, shit you're reading, I, tossed I, it in like, the garbage. I will say, I like. There are really good books, you know. Like, there's the classic books that like everyone tells you to read, and those, yeah, Catcher in the Rye. Well, like, I'm talking like, like <laughs> acting or like, <laughs> you know, like acting. There's plenty of great acting books. Stanislavski, like all those guys, they're all great, and like you, you can read those. But I also think like everyone reads those books and then is like, well, I know stuff now, yeah. and you're like, mm. no, but the only thing you have to do is now do it. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form. And I think there is that thing now with film school where it's like, yeah, okay, great. You're going to film school. Cool. Like there's also a bunch of kids on TikTok that are doing shit better than you right now that are showing off. acting their ass off on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, no, they're I'm talking, doing POV I'm talking shots. film. I'm talking film. I'm talking film. But like, but like you, know, you know what I mean in yeah, the sense yeah. of like you see these kids like doing this incredible like film emulation and Da Vinci grading and like yeah. wonderful edits that are really good. Like just, just practically, like, like technically everything. And so I think I, going into film school, I think film school is a great place to meet people. It's a great place to lose a lot of money. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's also, I think, a great place to cultivate experiences that lead to like creative endeavors that you maybe couldn't get anywhere else by just like going and doing it. Yeah. There's other ways, but I think it's a, it is a great way to do that. And I think it really depends on like who you are and what you want to do. And, and also like, what else are you going to do? That's what I normally say to people that are like, I want to go to film school. I'm like, cool. Like, what, what, are, what are the other things that you're going to do while you're in film school? Mm-hmm. And normally they're like… What are the other things that you like, do They're well, like, I'm going to learn. School. What are the other things that I do? Yeah. Uh, well, I think I put a lot of my energy one into just like either… Sucking a smash. Sucking a smash with, with the homies. <laughs> um, but I think like, like, honestly, when I first got to school, I made a bunch of friends that were super into music. Okay. I remember like oh. they got into like a lot of like stuff like making beats and mm-hmm. rapping on top of it. And okay. I had done, I did a ton of spoken word poetry in high school. That was like what got me into USC in the first place. And because of that, I was like, I can kind of rap a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I remember like find like the rhythm of that and like the, the culture surrounding that stuff was so interesting to me and so like fruitful for my own writing and for my like own creativity in general. And I remember being like, this is exactly why I went to a school with like like-minded creative people. Mm-hmm. Because that like you can't really get that anywhere else other than being on set. And what's funny is mm-hmm. that was like a lot of their first times where like they had that communal art experience. I had had that so many times already just by like working on a set with him. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, hey man, do you want to like act in my little short film? And he'd be like, yeah, sure. Like, let's, let's do it. And we'd go and just like make something in like a course of like three days. And it would suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, like I, like if I, I wish that we could screen some of the movies that I made with Jacob when I was in high school. Oh, great! I like them. I like no, they're they're, they're great. Funny. Like they're yeah, you know yeah. they're fun, but they're shitty. They're as bad. Hell. Yeah, you know, like bad. they're so bad. Like it's me just copying people over and over again. Dude, they're the early Spielberg videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the ones. But it, like I don't know. I like we. I mean, I I feel like you go through all the stage. Like you, people go through the stages of art differently. You know, you go through the stages of like copying. 
one person, then you copy like 10 people. And then that's sort of like all of a sudden those 10 people bleed separately into you Mm -hmm. and that's your style. Mm -hmm. And I think like for like film school, film school is a way for people to give you deadlines and for you to make them. And like that is something that's kind of great. But if you're a self-starter, like you, I think there's a lot of people that are self-starters that are like, well, then I don't need film school. Like, yeah, like my buddy Thomas, he's making this amazing feature that I know is going to like genuinely go places because he's worked so hard for it. And he is that guy. Like he, you know, he he was at school sort of being like, "Ah, I'm paying a lot of money and I'm I'm here and I'm I'm learning some stuff, but I I know I can learn more like outside of a classroom. Like, what if I just, what if I just developed this feature that I had? And before he knew it, he was like getting, he had the right amount of money. He had some great executive producers and he was off to Massachusetts to shoot and he dropped out of school. Yeah. And there's a lot, there's, you know, there's a lot of kids that I think say they're going to do that and, and, and drop out of school and then don't. But the kids that really do it's it. the difference like, between aspiring and like yeah. applying yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He there's also a lot of aspiring like, writers. But yes. There's not a lot of like actual writers. Yeah. It's also rare that the aspiring people are equally as mature as they are gifted. And I think like having mm. the maturity in your art versus just pure gifted talent, I think is like, it, that. that's the combo that can really make like a filmmaker like feel true and feel like just well beyond there. Like you only give someone money to make a movie if they have those two things. Mm-hmm. Like that's ultimately what can, what can bring someone to a project is like when they're like, oh, this person not only can do this like really raw, interesting art, but like they understand what they're doing. So does that mean that by, by that logic, kind of if you're an up and coming filmmaker, you got to make them by yourself first. You got to start, you got to, you can't have the first time you spread your wings be when the mic gets passed to you. If, yeah. So the best, the best thing you can start to do is, Doing it now. Is reps. Get the ball rolling. It's like working yeah. out. Like the only way you build muscle is just by doing yeah. a shitload of reps until you're like, oh shit, I'm ripped now. I mean, we know that on the pod. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we're if huge. one thing we're that we huge. know. It's, it's, it's doing push-up it's doing, reps. Yeah. It's <laughs> this. So that's, that's what we know. I'm a very, I'm very much like not a letterbox guy. Like I, I okay, like, okay. I, I don't What does really, that mean? I don't know. For the people. So like letterbox. So what's letterbox? Okay. So like letterbox is like, it's like almost. It's like, a it's like sort of, yeah. It's like the, it's almost it's like. Social media. For, it's a social media for film reviewing. Yeah. That's, that's like probably the best way to put it. And like, it's definitely blowing up now. People are using it a lot more because there's really, it's like a little bit of, there's like a little bit of Twitter mixed in. A little bit of Instagram. Yeah, it's like, like give you us sort your of, hot takes about the movies that you just watched. Yeah, it it, it basically it it implores everyone to have an to, opinion to have an opinion and to just put a movie in two sentences. Just yeah. real, just real. And some people do long reviews, you know. And some people, I think, just use it as a log or a way to yeah. like keep track of things. And I, I respect that. I got my own list on my notes. I like I have a letterbox. I don't really use it that much. Ooh, but but I don't know. I I to me I think that like I don't know. Sometimes being in a system where as soon as the credits roll and you have to go check your phone on letterbox and see not only what people said about it but then figure out what you need to say about it. Yeah. I feel like it's a weird culture around criticism that isn't necessarily beneficial for like the not, filmmaker the, or the, the process should be about. Yeah, and like granted, about. criticism is so important for film. Like it literally is like, it's so much of why people make uh-huh. films in the first place is because of political good criticism. Yeah. But I think when you be, when it's like, when criticism becomes like meme culture, it, it only is where it, it, it's, it can get weird. It can get like a, a weird like haziness around like yeah. what is real criticism and like what is not. And granted, like I go on Letterboxd to purely check for funny reviews sometimes. Like I think, there are some amazing ones where like, like I, like there's this one guy, Karsten, 
I forget like what his last name okay. is. Oh, he's like famous people. He's on like he's like well he's like very he's like he's a, he is unapologetic. The, he's like the famous letterbox guy. Like he okay. like he's like known for his letterbox reviews, and they get like like he's a journalist. It'll be like fifty thousand likes. Yeah. Oh, but wow. like like I think his most famous one that has like a hundred thousand likes or something is on Dune, <laughs> and his Dune review was. Um, accidentally watched this super dehydrated and got the 4D experience. Okay, okay. <laughs> so like there are like, there's like some funny, you know, yeah. like there's some funny people it's, on it's it. Another... And he also, he does do real reviews like on YouTube and stuff. Um, but I think, I don't know, there's, there's a, Letterboxd is weird. Like just in general, it's, it's a weird app. But that's not what you're about. You're not about, I don't know. I, I think I, I'm, I'm definitely critical. Like I, I definitely consider myself like, I can, I can break down why I like a movie and why I don't like a movie. But I also feel like doing it publicly when I'm 22 feels like feels like I'm I'm acting like I'm more self-important or something gotcha. like that which like I don't I don't dock like I don't like dock my dude, friends you should have been here for the Tyler conversation oh dude I know holy cow yeah we really? were talking about Tyler's conversation and how he thinks it's it's like we shouldn't really discourse um or rank yeah like rank art. things yeah. it's it's like it's kind of similar to what you're saying. It's not yeah. part of the point. Like we should just be enjoying it. He's and, talking about like Fantano, sort of. Uh, yeah, he was. He was talking about yeah, rap, rap, yeah. Twitter, and and, yeah. and those guys. I don't know. I think uh, obviously social media has done something great, which is like it's it's democratically given everyone a way to have an opinion and to like be heard. And I think that's important. But so I also have dumb opinions. Yeah, I think also <laughs> though, like uh, you don't need to have an opinion on everything. And like also, a lot of times people get their, themselves in trouble for having like opinions that are weird that yeah. like like don't make sense and that they don't have like a real backup for mm-hmm. and i think i don't know there's definitely something funky about like the way that people are so inclined now through letterbox to be like like this is what i think mm-hmm. uh like and i think like do your thing like ultimately like like you you have a right to be on letterbox and to review every movie the second that you see it oh i know i do yeah, and like that's so <laughs> I do it. it's so valid yeah. and i'm sure yeah. have people found your letterbox what no Oh, the hunt begins. First person to First tweet person. me with Sholo's letterbox gets a dollar. Saucy, I have um, some saucy, saucy takes. Yeah, definitely. Really, some, some definitely. I'm some. sure they mainly go on here. I'm sure you say a lot of your takes on. Yeah, here, we we do say a lot of them, but I also don't like to. I just said earlier, yeah. I don't like to shit on things. You helped me set up yeah. my letterbox, and you never use it. Well, no, I I didn't know you could do reviews. <laughs> really. You were talking to her reviews and I was like, oh, I just hit like, I watched it yeah. and like give it a star rating. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, you can give like full, full, full length reviews. Yeah. Well, uh, it's pretty interesting. my, uh, look out for my litter box hey, reviews. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, actually going to be. Really <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I made his but... username. It's just, it's just JB23. Like I set it up for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think it's, there's a, there's an interesting, and I think that's a shift too. Like I, and then. It could be a really interesting shift that happens. And like Letterbox is now controlling the way that people view things. And I think like, I will say it puts a lot of power into the hands of like people that are like actually watching the movie rather than than like just pure critics from Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And, like it's taking power away from the tomato score in a way that I do think is interesting. But also people are kind of harsh. And they also like, like their critics study a lot of the, at least a lot of the critics that are vetted, not all of them. Oh, so but a lot of the critics film. that are vetted, like they… They did study film. Like, and they studied the things that have historically been but good guess, about film. But, but that I guess can hurt you too. That's the thing that that trips me up sometimes is, you know, these critics 
viewing things on an objective. This was good. Dialogue was good. Yeah. You know, yeah, cinematography yeah, yeah. was good. This was good. I think, I don't know. There's, there's also people who do things like wrong on purpose. Are yeah. those things then judged poorly based on the same scale? Like, I, I, I just didn't, I just think with, with critique, whether it's food, whether it's yeah. art, it's such a hard thing because each person is their own tastemaker. Yeah. And, and even like now having my own first venture making my own movie, now I'm like, oh my God, it's so precious. Yeah. People are so quick to be like, well, just so quick I mean, to say whatever. Especially when you're at the scale of what you guys are making now, where like ultimately, one, you know people are going to watch it. Like Dude. you know there's going to go… And like, they don't know me. Yeah. And like you know people are going to go watch yeah, it. And yeah. you know that they're actually going in a lot of times with a preconceived notion. Yeah. So… And you also have to wonder, okay, are the critics going to… And what you're talking about, you're talking about analytical uh, criticism versus like creative energy criticism. Yeah. You know? And like I think… Have you ever read a like a like a true review by Roger Ebert? No. Like mm-hmm. like the guy. No. So he he passed away. But he's like one of the greatest criti- like critics of all time. And he's kind of known as like… Yeah, porn out. He's like one of the goats. And I think… When you read something by him, one, it's incredibly well written. Like it's it's one of those things where you're like, this is just someone that also knows literature and I knows this prose all day. Yeah, <laughs> like like I've done exercises in film school where they rearrange his review, and then you have to put his review in order. Oh wow! And you can do it so easily because it's so well written that you just know where things go. Yeah. Huh. Not that it's simple, but it's that he he is so it just flows so yeah, well. Yeah, like he just knows what he's saying. He knows what he's doing, and I think like there are certain people that are known as like the goats of film criticism and he's up there and it's mainly because he wasn't just an analytical guy. He wasn't just going, oh, well, that camera movement had a bump in it. So like, mm-hmm. uh, that's a D. Like, I think there's, <laughs> there's something about him where he's like, that had a bump in it, but maybe they left it in there because that was supposed to be an imperfect moment, right? So I think like, there are some critics that are very much like, and there's some critics that only now do but it I'm based on like, IP. Like, but it's I'm saying like, like with, when it comes to that, how are you, how is a film like when it comes to IP stuff? That's the part that trips me out too. Cause like, yeah. what is so and so gonna say about the act? Like, none of these people are talking to the accuracy of the development, Dude. really, of these, mm-hmm. like, especially now that superhero movies are big. Yeah. It's all just like, was the. I don't like how was, was the music? Was how the was pacing? the music? Like, was the pacing good? Was the visual effects good? Yeah. Was this good? And all of the people who are like, actually, it was. I like. I, I feel like critique is less voice of. I, and I guess I don't know if it was ever supposed to be the voice of the uh, like the greater opinion. But I just feel like they've gotten it wrong a lot. In like a couple things where critics will say this movie is fucking great and like and you the audience it. hates it. Yeah. Well now or because there, like, now there's culture. There's literally like… I mean and we saw it with like The Little Mermaid where there's groups of people who purposely bomb. And this is not on the high critique level. Yeah. But like on, on the audience score even who will like purposely bomb movies. Or yeah. culture now where you review the movie bef- without even having watched it. Yeah, Like nowadays Twitter is the biggest reviewer of movies. Mm-hmm. and so many people make judgments on behalf of movies without even having seen them. Yeah. And that's the thing that I think is kind of the most, right now, the most harmful just to the movie-going experience is that you used to have to actually go out and watch the movie to then make an opinion on it. 
But now, like like Cooper's saying, before you even walk into the theater, there's so many things saying like, well, I'm going to watch the whole time for this. Or I heard that there was yeah. this drama happening behind the scenes. So, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. I think it's just kind of… Uh, like, I mean, there's some movies that haven't even been fully shot yet. Yeah. Or that like, already like, like, like the Sydney Sweeney movie with Glenn, with Glenn… What's I was just thinking of that. Glenn, Glenn Powell. Powell. Yeah. I was going to say Glenn Close. Those are such <laughs> different people, bro. Yeah. Um, Sydney Sweeney's Glenn a Close love story. God, that, that is beautiful. Funny. That is yeah. a beautiful… Uh, but no, I, I, but I remember they were shooting. Yeah. And people were like, I'm so jazzed to see this movie because it's yeah. wrecking relationships. And you're like, oh my god. Like, that makes you want to watch what it. What have we become <laughs> as a… And like even on Twitter, like you have… Like they don't count viewership for TV as much anymore. They count impressions off of social media. Oh really? That's yeah. Wild. Like they'll be like, like you know… Nielsen or what are you saying? Like, like, like Euphoria has the highest impressions of any show ever on social media. Just buzz. People talking just, about Just it. buzz of like pure posts. Like it's a matter of posts, Comments clicks, on it. replies. They track like variety. All sorts of companies track these We things. just added to it. As a like uptick one, yeah, there you, there you go, there you go. I just said before, before, before. That's how they get clicks, <laughs> just for just my people. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think like, and it's super interesting, and it's also I think what studios are like. Well, this is this is the new thing that we have now. Like we now have impressions. Are you verified on Twitter though? No. Are you? No. no. Okay. You have to pay for it now. Yeah. Unless they gave it to you. It's $8 a month or $84 a year. No, there's very… Well, that's so well, that's way. the thing is that they only gave it to a few people. And some of the people that they gave it to were like, I don't want to be associated with… Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, wait, 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 like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, some Elon just gave it to some people and, and some… Oh, really? Like, wait, I don't want to be associated with this thing that you have to pay $8 a month for. Like, so no, silly. no, no, get me out of here. It's, it's so, so weird. You can, I, that, I feel like that totally defeats the purpose of being verified. That you can pay. Yeah, you can just pay to get it. Yeah. I know so many people who just bought Twitter Blue so they could just be verified. And you also yeah. you also get priority on the algorithm. So like when you reply to something, your oh, replies right. go toward more towards the top than like yeah, I can another person. Wow, I see crazy. the incentive of someone wanting to be verified. No, yeah, dude. If social media is like your game and like that's how you make I mean, a living, Instagram like, does yeah. it now too. Well, I you think pay for it. Yeah. You yeah. didn't know that? Really? No, I didn't so know that. So anyone can get a verified check now just by paying 12 bucks a month. This is how you know. Really? It happened on in, Instagram? Yeah. yeah. So now if you, if you like… If you click on someone's verification… Say someone's got like 3,000 so you know. followers and you're like, how are you verified? If you click on their, their check, it'll say like they… they this is a faulty? This no. Is a lot of times… Bad? A lot of They're times like, they paid say, for this shit. It wasn't real. We didn't no, give it actually. to them. No, no, no. It won't, it won't define it. But it'll say, oh, their check came about in March of 2023. Yeah, oh, it'll say when, when they were verified. Yeah. So here's the two giveaways. The one giveaway is that if they're verified in March 2023, yeah. and two, say you're like a like a rapper, right? The local rapper. And if they have their government name as their profile, because you need to yeah. have your full name as your… Yeah. Not your username, but your profile, like profile name. name. Yeah. And then they, they do ID verification. So if you had a homie that's like, yo, I'm MC… Whatever, yeah. and then all that's of a sudden, a real badge, and, and it's then they're a badge. like, "I'm Rick Barry." <laughs> but underneath <laughs> you know, it like... says Richard Barry the Third. Yeah, okay. yeah, that yeah. means that they went and uploaded their ID. Yeah. To hey, Sholo, uh, you were verified April 2016. Yeah, let's look at some of it. Yeah, but no, it's it's a really it was funny. Were you like, verified? I remember. No, I remember. I was like scrolling down Instagram, and all of a sudden, I saw like my high school bully had a verification. You know, and I was hey, like, "That's pretty yeah. funny." I was like, "Fuck." 
fuck. What did he do? But he, he just fucking, he just had twelve dollars. He told in his me pockets. I looked stupid, and now he's got a verification before I do. Like, like, yeah. the fuck? I was like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And I remember I like then like chat. I like then like looked up online. I was like, yo, this dude's getting conned by Mark Zuckerberg. My bully, my my high school bully, got bullied by a fucking AI Mark Zuckerberg. Like I was feeling real good about myself at that point. Yeah. But like it's super it's it's super weird. But yeah, no, there's like there's a lot of people that are just paying for it now. And like it's fine. Like go go pay for it if you want. That was a thing. I did not know you could pay for it. I remember, dude, when I was like 12 or 13, it was like a big, it was a huge deal to have a verification on your Twitter or Instagram because it was really fucking hard to get. Like in 2010, 2012, like right when it came out. Yeah. Well, I remember I was worried though because I just like, I knew that Never Have I Ever was coming out soon. And I was worried that like somehow press for that would like give me a check. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was like, it's just going to look like I paid for it now. What do you think of Boots Riley? He's one of my faves right now. He is, he's so cool. I, did, you, did you ever watch like some of his interviews that he did with when him and Bo Burnham were on the same like press tour sort of? Okay. Like for like festival oh, tour. that's cool. And they did these hilarious interviews with like where they… Because they were always paired up together. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious because it was like them and then Martin Scorsese doing a tour for the Irishman. <laughs> okay. And then… Or, or, or wait, it was… And then actually the main person that they were always on the tour with was Paul Schrader. Okay. Okay. Who did what? Was it First Reformed? No. Might have been. Might have been First Reformed. Okay. But it was hilarious because it was like one of the oldest guys in Hollywood with like the two brand new kids on the block. Yeah. yeah. And it was so funny because they just give Paul Schrader so much shit. Yeah. There's like the <laughs> there's the funniest interview where him and Boots Riley are sharing popcorn and Paul Schrader says, You know, I um I I really loved the the Revenant. And then and then and then and then Bo Burnham instantly just goes, "Oh, the Revenant! Oh, really? That's so interesting. I love the Revenant too. I also love them, Family Goy. Um, like he like he's like he just, just and they, just, they just everything the whole damn time awesome. uh, on this press tour, and it made me love Boots Riley yeah, so, so much. much. Because like Boots Riley, like Bo Burnham would do the more direct attacks. Yeah. And then Boots Riley would sort of like piggyback on, but like say stuff that's like even more insane. Mm -hmm. It's the funniest press tour ever. And I just like peeped it the whole, like every single interview they went on. Because he was, all the Q&As were just absolutely mind blowing. Because Paul Schrader would also like kind of interrupt some people and talk Mm -hmm. over some folks. And like, and granted he's Paul Schrader. Like, you know, I guess the man can kind of do what he wants a little. I love that they're just like, but like, oh hey, you like the Revenant Paul? Yeah, but like it was hilarious because like they they didn't, it was, it's very obvious they didn't really love Paul Schrader on the tour. And so they are very much like Like going at him. Like, yeah, just so fun to watch. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. Like just these new kids on the block just like kind of pounding Paul Schrader for fun. Wow. Um, I like a lot of the Bo Burnham interviews. He has some, he has some good He's the, yeah, I, I'd say really great witty. I'd say like under um, thirty. His under thirty interviews, like before he was thirty, I, and like he does great ones now, but he hasn't done as many. But his under thirty interviews, like even on podcasts, like on like uh, Pete Holmes's podcast, and he's done a couple of those where they're genuinely like life changing interviews for me. Like I like listen to them, and I I it makes me think about my world in a completely different way. Listening to this guy talk about like God and like mm. what he believes in, and like they, yeah, I just think he he has such perspective. That's like, and it's just one of those things where like you can't, I, you can't like fabric, like you can't read enough to have the perspective that he gotcha. has. You what know? was the um, thing you came out with in COVID that? Uh, inside? Are you saying yes. like, like the Netflix series? Yeah. Or no, the Netflix like, yeah, Special. movie. Yeah. I remember. We watched when, that together, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah. I remember. Oh, fuck. You were there. We went to first, my first time ever hearing about Bo Burnham was Cooper got oh into God. this oh film festival God. that Sholo came to, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
I told like Sholo it was like a very, very fancy film festival. Yeah. So he came in like a blazer <laughs> with like a turtleneck and like really nice pants and like some really good boots. It was a high school film festival. <laughs> <laughs> Not fancy like at all. It was like for a grade school. No, it yeah, was. Yeah. It was. It, it could it was have nice. still been fancy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it Cooper's still dressed up looking nice. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, I got but, yeah no, he came in full suit. Mode. Yeah, I just remember your dad when he yeah. walked up. was like, where the fuck you going? Well, did, have you told the story of like what you guys did in the bathroom? No, no, no. To... Yeah, yeah. So, have you told that? <laughs> no. have, we have, have you told about what Sholo and Jacob did to me in the bathroom? No, no. So, of Bo that, Burnham was like festival? the special <laughs> guest at this film festival. He was and the he keynote was, speaker. Yeah, he was yeah. the one like handing out the awards and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, he <laughs> walks into the bathroom <laughs> and I think Cooper's like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. I was like, oh, let's go, let's go. So like we go in there and it's just me, Sholo, Cooper, and Bo Burnham at the bathroom. And you know, I'm peeing and like Bo's peeing and I'm just get right next to him. I'm kind of watching him pee. So they, yeah, they're you both, they're I'm, both like, like it's like, it's like the classic like stalls thing, you yeah. know, and they, they both, we all go, we all go to the bathroom. I actually have to go. <laughs> we, I didn't have to So go. they both just go on the side. They don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> they just sit there we for like five him. seconds. And then as soon as Bo's going to wash his hands, they flank his ass. <laughs> and I'm sitting there still peeing. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, do I… Like, do so I just mid-stream. act like I'm peeing for a long time so I don't have to have this weird interaction with Bo Burnham in the bathroom? And then the first thing this kid says, go ahead. <laughs> well, actually, I'm washing my hands. I'm like, hey, my friend Cooper, he's going to win all the awards tonight. And he was like, oh, yeah? Like, yeah. that's cool, man. First like, he goes, yeah, sure. first you said, I love I loved eighth grade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this kid had never seen I eighth grade. Seen it, yeah, I had seen it. He'd never seen it, you fucking liar. <laughs> Cooper had been talking about it so much. And I was like, hey, man, I loved yeah. eighth grade. Oh, that's great. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Hey, my friend Cooper, he's going to win all the awards yeah. tonight. Uh-huh. So now I'm peeing and I'm sweating. And, you know, like <laughs> now I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? So finally, I'm like, I'll just, I'll just go. Fuck it. Like, whatever. So I like walk up and I'm like about to wash my hands. And he just finished washing his hands. And so Jacob goes, this is actually my friend here. And I like go to give him a handshake and his and his hands are wet from yeah. washing his hands. And he like doesn't want to shake my hand because he's like, that's weird. So he's like, yeah, man. He like kind of gives me like an elbow. And I'm like, oh, this is off to a fantastic start. fucking start, man. Like, oh my God. And, and then like, this is my idol at this point. Like he's like genuinely one of the people that I think like is just, I put him on such a high pedestal. Um, him and Phoebe Bridgers, which is hilarious because now they're like together. And so now oh, I'm like really? two of my, my like favorite creative inspirations are like are just chilling. Um, but but I just remember like you guys just fully flanked him and then I had to deal with this like crazy awkward situation and then I won. <laughs> and then you did. And then you and then did, did go win on to win. I did one. Yeah, yeah, I won. And it was hilarious because I remember as soon I have to like and he, you know, Bill Burnham's like six eight, like yeah, he's, he's like very, so he's tall. tall. So I get next to him, I look like his like little kid, and he just like whispers as we're taking the photo. He's like, "Your buddy's right," and I was like, "Mother, <laughs> of course Jacob was right." Like, yeah, nice. of course Jacob had like that moment. Here, really quickly, because we're we're kind of we're coming near enough on on our last couple of segment right yeah. here. You said you had a question for us. Oh, I had a bunch of bullshit questions. Yeah, I was. Ask, ask I, I wanted to. Questions. I was gonna do a bit where I was like, "All right, guys, welcome to the Lone Lobos press tour." All right, so we're gonna <laughs> rank Spider Man by sexiness. Um, <laughs> oh, which sorry. one would you put one through three on the Spider Man scale? Yeah. Damn, what sucks is that's actually like an actual probably question. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. I was just gonna ask a bunch of like really like like just classic questions that you get like on the, just to like mess with you oh, guys. Because I know it's so just had fun. A, it's funny that you say that. Just a few episodes like. Last episode or the the episode before that, we we talked about whether or not we like these types of. Oh like, yeah, very. The, yeah. the questions. The class. Damian Lillard. Uh, we we met Damian Lillard oh. recently, and he said, "Miguel, is your back okay?" And I was like, "What? So oh, so corny." 
But that actually Dame Dallas put some that, bars that on reminded you. Yeah. Me, better than better than a question because I had forgotten about this. Um, a we're going to be reacting to Damian Lillard's new verse on his song because he there's Ooh. a quick little. Well, I thought he was a basketball player. A, he is. He well, is. he's a basketball player that. Obviously, we now we know that he's likes Cobra Kai because he's yeah. at home at night wondering what's going to happen to yeah. Sam yeah, and Miguel. Miguel. But he yeah. also is re- regarded as like the basketball player that has the best bars. Yeah, by oh, far. He's, okay. he's, by he's, far. He's been on freestyles. He's been on sway as well. No he's, broken he's, rap. He's, Dam- he's, like I've I have Damian Lillard on like playlists. Oh, like Dame no Dalla. No, genuinely Dalla on the playlist. Um, but we. He had a, a new verse come out recently. And uh, we're going to take w- a listen? Yeah, I want you guys to take a listen. Why and then. No, I don't know. But that's exciting. So maybe. We'll see. Oh. All right. Run that shit. I let it go. Added some O's like a hundred million in my jerseys. Come from my dough. I let it go. Shots. Turn your shirt to a jersey. I see the snake sweeping the leg. Just ain't showing no mercy. I ain't stopping till I'm a muggle to go. Let's shine Brian and Percy. Whoa. What? Hey, he was whoa. really about it. He's Wait. really about it. Sweeping the leg, not showing no what mercy. Say something. Snakes sweep the leg, no mercy. mercy. I see the snakes. I see the snakes sweeping the leg, show no mercy. Okay. I mean, oh my that's, god, that's, 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 that's the closest as we've we, that we've gotten to having a shout out in a rap song so far. But they I will were. say, you know what I saw so recently, and I was like, God damn it, that's some bars. I just saw Tom Holland and Stormzy. Have you seen this? No. Tom you know Stormzy. He's a British guy, right? Wait, yeah. Tom Holland. Tom, Tom Holland, Holland. Tom Holland and Stormzy. Stormzy. Um, they back in 2017. Tom Holland, like they were both on the Graham Norton show. I think that's okay. the big one over there, right? Uh, yeah. And and Tom Holland was like, "Yeah, I I see you walk around. I see you walk your dog in my neighborhood often." Like. And and he was like, oh, okay, what up, little man? Like, cool. And then they started. And then and then one day, Tom Holland was like, like what's FIFA up, or something like that. And he's like, hey, you want to come over and play FIFA? So then they started playing FIFA. And then finally, Stormzy just just gave like shouts out to Tom Holland, my brother. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe Spider Man's my friend. <laughs> Shout out Tom. He is the bomb at FIFA. <laughs> Get the goal. Yeah, I, uh, so. that's pretty cool. I love. God, so I yeah, don't know why so, British rappers are just so like… So don't pull on the people. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm all about it. I love it. They can who rhyme, are they you? Can, they can rhyme anything. Yeah. Central, yeah. Central C. Central C. Bro, Sench can just rhyme with anything. It's just like… It's like mumble but it's not… And he just… You can just do it. Oh no. He's, he's, he's it, the goat. He just, had like a, he just had a great song come out with… Um, Dave. Dave. <gasps> yes. You've heard it. No. With Bay through thick and thin. She's yeah. already thick so I'm halfway there. Yeah. Oh, it's banger. Oh, yeah. you have heard that. Yeah, no, there. I mean, it's, is there a rapper you want to be? Are either of you guys are like because like, Brockhampton doesn't make music anymore, so you're out of the cards. Maybe Kevin Abstract <laughs> will shout like, you out. <laughs> no, no, they, they're. I, I mean, Brockhampton was like what got me into music. Mm-hmm. Like, I think like probably I was 16. I was listening to like or 16 or 17. Yeah, and they were like just the people that like genuinely got me into music. Now I'd say like I don't know. I definitely listen Steven to like Bridgers. more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, no, I'm definitely like more on the side of things that's more like alt rap, alt R and B. Like, I'm loving that guy. Uh, what's his name? Jordan Ward. Jordan Ward. Yeah, I fucking love him. I think he's great. What and like, the there's guy? a there's a few other rappers that I'm really enjoying right now. That the like, helmet. yeah, Gene Jordan. Dawson is yeah. like, yeah, Gene Dawson. Oh, I saw. I went to a concert like for Gene Dawson like at my school 
And it was basically like a private concert because nobody really went. But it was genuinely like the most insane, beautiful experience ever. And he He's wasn't even trying. Star. Bro wasn't even trying. And like it was beautiful. Um, you heard it here first. So I think it'd be really cool if I got a shout out from Kodak Black. Kodak Black. Okay. He's like Black. the only rapper that yeah. know like actually a couple of his songs. I just okay. love his voice. <laughs> if he was like, hey yo, shout out JB Mishmash. I'd be like, yes! <laughs> Alright, you're manifesting yeah. it right now. That'd what about, cool. okay, what's That'd yours? Mike Cherm. Dude, that'd be that'd be super cool. If I'm being real, like I'd say, like like probably up there for me would be like like the just like the in Kanye. my mind, yeah. <laughs> no, like Pusha. Fifty like, Cent would be really cool. Pusha, yeah, probably like Pusha or like, I mean Kendrick Lamar is just like the automatic in my mind where it'd be like, holy shit. Oh, I think Jid would be sick, but Kendrick doesn't really make those. Zach like, Fox, Zach Fox. Oh, if, if he makes a that's reference, good. I feel like that's. Probably the most likely. Oh, like that someone that like immediately drops a no no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no that's the commu- that's the best chance we have of getting in. I just feel like Zach Fox just I don't know like I don't know. I just feel I like he it. would. I feel like he would really fuck with Blue Beetle. <laughs> I'm gonna dip like, my balls into some Thousand Island dressing because I like Miguel. Like- <laughs> I'm gonna dip my balls into some. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's too. <laughs> that's a that's a Zach Fox bar right there. Yeah, I like that. That's funny. All right. Thank you so much. Um, first and foremost, we want to thank Cooper for having uh, okay. for being on this episode and, and coming and kicking it with the podcast. Check us out. You know it. Reddit, YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we have a number. So you can call that as Go well. Go on the Reddit. The Reddit's crazy, bro. Jacob, what's the number? 9516. Just move your mouth like this and then we'll have Monica <laughs> overdone it. Wait, I forgot it. <laughs> 510. 99. Lobos. Lobos. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. We'll, we'll wrap it up right there. What? Also, yeah. What's your What's your Instagram, Cooper? What's your Instagram, Twitter, uh, and all of my your Instagram is Tom Real Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's yeah, like it Timothy Chalamet. No, it's uh, it's just Cooper Roth. All one word. C O P R R O T H. There you go. Woo. Yeah. This episode of Lone Lobos is a Lone Lobos production, produced by Monica Tamayo and JMKM, with intro music by Nicholas Gray. Like what you hear? Check us out on Instagram at Lone Lobos. I'll do it right fucking now. Don't make me. Don't make me. We won't. Wait, really? Don't make me. <laughs> we won't. We, we don't make me. We no, won't. seriously. Are you about to start pop blocking right now? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a boy move? I just no, do a spin on my head. It no, like it's just the, the knee thing. It's like the um, like you know. I haven't the, seen the movie. What? Like, oh, fuck you're right. You're right. What is that? What is that? What is this? Are you talking about the crane kick? All right, attention. They're like, yeah. You got it. You're, you're gonna that, hurt yourself, hard, man. JB, JB, it's not that hard. You got it. It's literally you just you just pop up. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Do it. Yeah. Oh, yo, yo. You should put it next to the clip of like of them yeah. doing it. Bang! Hey!